What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to the Four Sideball Podcast. You're tuning in with your boy Rich, and I'm here with my buddies Tom and JD, and we're about to get this thing started. Let's go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got a brand new episode for everybody. Episode 86. How's everybody doing tonight? Doing good, Rich. How you doing? Doing great, man. I'm actually liking this weather, man. It's a little, little like not too hot, not too cold. Nice and breezy spring weather. I don't know, man. That 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 cold wind is is brutal. When, when it's know, not windy, man. it's fine. It's just that, that that cold wind is tough. I don't know, man. I like the cold wind. Not gonna lie, I'm more <laughs> of a. It's like I feel like it's a like a outdoor AC sometimes, but yeah, in the summertime it's nice. Not not when it's 50 degrees already. Nah, I like it. All, I like it all year round. I guess that's the the weird thing about me. Like I'll I'll keep the windows open even during the winter. I hear you. I hear you. I mean, let's get right to it, man. We got a. Uh, Got the NFL going on. I mean, not too much. We get everybody's getting ready for the draft. We got your boy Debo. He wants to trade. I mean, some of the rumors are, uh, you know, the Jets, the Browns, and the Packers are interested in trying to get him. But then uh, 49ers uh, went back and doubled down, talking about uh, they don't want to trade him now. So what, 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 what do you think is going to happen, man? I think he stays in San Francisco. I think they try to figure it out. I mean, they don't they don't have to trade him, right? They can, and, and I still think he uh, he doesn't have the fifth year option because he's a second rounder. But yeah, I think they hold on to him, trying to figure it out. I mean, they did this with with uh, Raheem Mostert last year. I mean, he wanted out, and they were like, "No, we're not letting you go." Gave him a little extra money. You know, he's happy. He's fine. So my guess is they do something like that with Debo, maybe throw him an extra year in cash, and then if he's still upset at the end of the year, they can they can trade him. But I think they they keep him for this year. I mean that's a team that's built ready to win now. So getting rid of a you know top five, top ten wide receiver just doesn't doesn't seem very smart. If a team comes along and offers, let's say a second round pick, would you give them up? I don't know. I, again, if I'm Shanahan, probably not not this year because. You know, you don't have you don't really have any leverage right now, I think, for the 49ers that he already, you know, once they request a trade publicly, the the NFL teams lose all that leverage. And that's why you see like the Tyreek Hill happen thing happen quickly. And they they got a pretty good return there in KC um, because he wasn't out, you know, being shopped around. He wasn't out requesting a trade and then being shopped around by the team. Because they're not, they're not going to give you your best, your best offer, right? If it's if they know that he wants out, and but I don't know, second round pick. I just, I just think it's a mistake to trade to trade him. You know, I think that you can get there's good wide receivers in this draft, this deep wide receiver draft. Mm-hmm. But it's just, you know, it's he's still a rookie, still, you know, still getting up to speed in the NFL. So I still think you have a learning curve there, and and you're not Debo Samuel, who's you know getting. 20 touches a game for what a wide receiver is is kind of wild yeah but he's gonna you know he definitely wants the money because of the wear and tear i mean he yeah. sees it coming so oh, I, don't, I don't i don't blame him for wanting the money that's for sure mm-hmm. he, he he either wants the money or or don't put me in the backfield right like but um, yeah i don't think yeah i don't think they have a choice like you said uh they don't really have much options especially he's on he's like the only one there offensively besides uh, I mean. besides kittle but I mean, and they don't really have uh, first round picks to go get another receiver or uh, let's let's try to sign some uh, other players via free agent. But there's not many left uh, besides Odell and I think there's a few other guys. But uh, it looks like those guys are holding out and waiting uh, to see how things shape out. So, mm-hmm. all right, ladies and gentlemen, we got a, another edition of uh, sp- the Sports Sidebar podcast NFL Mock Draft 2.0. We got the we got the NFL Draft actually kicking off tomorrow. 
We're going to give you our last edition of uh, our mock drafts where we think people are going to pick or who, who people are going to pick, where some of these people are going to go. And I guess I'm kicking it off. With the first pick, the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, they're going to they're gonna take eight, uh, eight Hutchinson, man. You think they're going Hutchinson, huh? You don't think they're going? I know Trayvon Walker's been the hot, the hot, hot name moving up the board. Yeah, I think I, I, I've, I've been hearing that, but um, honestly, I'm not too fond of. I can see the bust potential in both of them, but it's, it, I mean, they're going to have to put other players around them. It's not like these guys are going to be. I don't say a game changer by themselves. Mm-hmm. They're definitely going to be solid uh, defensive players, but they're also going to have to build around them and get some other players, but. I think it's a coin toss from like the top three, the top three or uh, four defensive ends, pass rushers in this uh, in this draft. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't really think it's a huge drop off between like let's say one, two, and three. So I mean I feel like you I feel like I feel like the best bet would be for them to go offensive line, but I feel like they they've been uh they were like second to last in uh, uh sacks last year, so they're gonna have to start addressing that defensive side of the ball as well as the offensive line. No, I hear you. Well, with the second pick, then I'm gonna go with the Lions. Let's go Sauce Gardner at number two. Damn, <laughs> Detroit. Detroit needs some help. Needs some help in that back uh, defensive back backs. Yep. Yeah, I mean they've been the secondary's been bad. I think that they would love to take Hutchinson here if he's there. I I don't think you know. I, I mean they could probably go Trayvon Walker too. He may be one of the most talented, but I think that they. Uh, they they try to shore up their defense, uh, their secondary. Yeah, I think that's definitely where they go. Um, they need a lot of help on defense as well. Um, mm-hmm. So I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they go another defensive player with their next pick. But uh, I'm hearing that they're probably going to look to get a quarterback with that late first round pick. But they were definitely in the market, especially last year. You know, they were at like the what was it like a nine spot or whatever, and they were trying to they were hoping that. Uh, Either of those uh, cornerbacks from last year fell to them, but mm-hmm. they got picked right before him. So I know they're definitely uh, looking to get a corner. And then uh, with the third pick, uh, we, we talked about this guy popping up on the draft boards, uh, moving up. Uh, I think they're going to go with uh, Trayvon Walker from Georgia, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, big freakish athlete. Didn't have the you know huge production numbers as uh, we would have thought. But, I mean, he played on the Georgia defensive line where they're probably going to have like 13 guys go. <laughs> um, from that damn defense, yeah. Within the, within the past two years, so uh, it was a lot. Of, it was a lot of talent on that team. So it's gonna be interesting to see how he uh, pans out. Not on the team. I didn't. I didn't realize uh, Jermaine Johnson was a backup on that on the team bo- the year before. Yep. So which is crazy because he had twelve sacks this year. Why you do this to me, Rich? <laughs> <laughs> I think number four, the Jets gonna go Kayvon Thibodeau. I think it's he's just too hard to. To pass up at that spot if he falls to them at four. Yeah, um, you can you can let him go to the Giants. <laughs> no, no, that's yeah, that's all you need is another you know you know all pro pass rusher go dropping b- below you and going to the Giants again. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean you could you can never go wrong with a pass rusher and uh, you know I I I don't I don't personally love him. I, mm-hmm. I just something about him just doesn't doesn't hit me right, but. Um, he is super talented, so if they can figure out a way to to uh, to unleash him, I think he, mm-hmm. he'll be really good. Yeah, I think that's going to be great for you guys. I mean, you guys already got Williams in the interior, so you guys are going to have somebody on the outside mm-hmm. help help you uh, b- b- build out that defense. I mean, I feel like you guys haven't had a 
a great defensive end since uh, your boy Abraham. Um, mm. But I mean, I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to see what these uh, defensive ends do. I don't say there's a lot of pressure on them, but people have a lot of high expectations on them. And I wouldn't be surprised if it's not one of the top three or four that comes out and starts killing it. So, yep, for sure. And then uh, with the fifth fifth pick, we got the uh, Giants. I mean, I'm going to go with the safe pick here. And then uh, I'm going to go uh, in, in uh, Iquano from uh, NC State. Hey, offensive, yep, offensive line. And uh, we need some offensive line help. Uh, we need a lot, man. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> figure out what's going on with Daniel Jones. So we got to keep him upright. Uh, we got to get we got to get this run game going. We got uh, Barkley in the backfield. Can't even get past off the line of scrimmage because offensive linemen can't block. And then we got to figure out what we got with these receivers, man. Because I mean, you can't get on the ball if you keep getting sacked and the running back has to run out of pocket and uh, scramble. So you're gonna have to get Kadarius Tony to play first. Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna be honest. I, I I don't if he doesn't play or not. I don't think it's gonna matter. Um, <laughs> Um, don't get me wrong, he's probably a talented receiver, but he's the least of my worries right now. Um, I know. Is it, is it, we don't get this quarterback right, it don't matter who the receiver is, who the running back is, uh, we're going to be in the same uh, cycle of uh, trying to figure it out. No, I, I agree. Number six. Six. Since we did this on the last one, I'm going to go I'm gonna go a different route here. I'm going to go Charles Cross, tackle, Mississippi State at number six for, for the Panthers. I think I think the Panthers need a line. Um, they also need a quarterback. Um, but I think I could see them maybe trying to trade for Baker Mayfield or something like that and, and trying to shore up the line and, and get get a temporary, you know, fix in here uh, for the short term. I just I, I don't I don't again I don't love any of the QBs this high and I could I could actually see Carolina trying to trade down for someone who maybe is reaching for a QB here with Malik Willis or 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 someone like that but yep. um, you know if they're staying here I think the right the right way to go is to grab an offensive lineman for them oh yeah because then they'll give you another year with Donald and then you can wait it out for the better quarterback class next year so yeah or like I said you wait you wait you make a trade 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 for a you know a backup guy backup type guy. Oh yeah, most most definitely. Cause uh, next year, like like we said, next year's uh, crop is where it's at. Um, and then uh, I mean, it's better it's better have a, a rookie quarterback with an offensive line than have a rookie quarterback with no offensive line. I mean, we mm-hmm. see what happened with uh, yeah, Joe Barrow. I mean, he was getting sacked left and right every game in the playoffs. I mean, if you imagine if he wasn't getting sacked as much as much oh. as he was, how much of a difference that would have been uh, for that team with those weapons and that defense. So you can only imagine. I mean. I, and I feel like the once you once you can get the offensive line right, everything else is going to come into place. Yep, I agree. Because we've seen uh, we've seen the Colts have a great offensive line, great defense, and if they just get a quarterback, I mean, it's going to be lights out for a few a few people. Then back at number seven, we got the Giants again. I'm not going to lie, I probably would just go another offensive lineman because <laughs> we got Neil sitting there. But um, I think I'm going to go Jermaine Johnson. Uh, get mm-hmm. us our our pass rusher. Big guy, six five. Uh, he was like we mentioned before. He was on that uh, 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 Georgia defense uh, back from last year. Well, not last year, the year before, as a backup. Uh, you know, he felt like he wanted more playing time, so he transferred to Florida State. Had twelve sacks last year. I'm looking forward to seeing seeing how the chips fall uh, in this top ten. This top ten could could go one of many different ways. Yeah, it's gonna be a domino effect. It's like, it's from any pick. Like, if any pick changes, it'll change up the whole one to ten. It could, it could get, it could get out of hand quickly. 
Um, oh yeah, it's kind of, kind of like a like a fantasy football draft when someone you know someone takes a second rounder in the first round and throws everyone for a loop. Yeah, or like one of somebody takes a tight end early, then you see a bunch of tight ends go. Oh is, yeah, is, is, people, is one of those people, people start freaking out. Yeah, yeah, I could I could definitely see it happening. Where are we at here? Number eight. I think the Falcons are gonna go go Garrett Wilson, Ohio State. Okay. And I think they're just, you know, they're in need of a of a wide receiver with uh, common sense, <laughs> with, a, with a half a brain. Uh, and you know, I think they're, you know, with Julio gone last year, and then Calvin Ridley's going to be out this year, and uh, Russell Gage signing elsewhere. Uh, I, you know, I think they're, you know, they're Kyle Pitts, and, and that might be it for them right now. So I think, yeah, I think they're going to go uh, go wide out here. Oh yeah, that's one of their needs. Um, yep. If it's not, if it's not that. Or they'll probably go quarterback, but I mean, again, I just don't love any of the quarterbacks. I could say this is another team where I could see them trying to trade back and and uh, and pick up a you know the third or fourth wide receiver off the board. Oh yeah, but the thing is, you know, I mean, we're gonna see what they're trying to do uh, based off mm-hmm. this pick. Because um, yep. if they don't go quarterback, then they're pretty much gonna be tanking all season. Oh yeah, I, I think they are. I think they're gonna be tanking. And then at number nine, we got the Seattle Seahawks. I think this is gonna be the shocker of the draft. <laughs> I'm going to give you the shock of the draft right now. Seattle Seattle Seahawks go uh, Malik Willis, quarterback from Liberty. I mean, they lose uh, Russell Wilson. They get their new quarterback for the future to build around. And then, uh, you know, Pete Carroll, Pete Carroll gets his uh, his extension. So Yeah, I mean, they, they, they need a quarterback. Man, that would be something if they went Malik Willis there. I, I still think they're probably going to try to shore up their defense a little bit. That's just me. They go quarterback here. I, I don't think anyone could, could blame them. Oh no, definitely not. But uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they went Hamilton here as well. Yeah, I mean, but most likely if it's not, I can't see them outside of uh, defense. The only thing I would think they would go for offense would be a uh, quarterback. Because I mean, yeah. they, I don't know if they really believe in uh, uh what's his name, uh, Drew Locke. Um, yeah. as far as being the um franchise quarterback. So no, I think again he's probably a guy that's fine. He can he can be fine. I I just don't think you're going. He, he maybe make the playoffs, but I don't know. Mm, he can he could also be your bridge quarterback for Malik as well. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, he starts off the season and Malik finishes it off after you know getting a bunch of reps and then learning their system. So all right, well at number ten we're gonna go Jets drafting. Oh man, this stuff. Let's <laughs> go. Drake London, USC. Uh, okay, guys, get your big receiver. They need they need, they need, a, they need a receiver. He's a big guy. He's a little different than what they have on their team big target and again just surrounding surrounding um wilson with uh with, with different um different options out there and i think they they need to throw another wide receiver in the mix there and, and this is a good draft to get one so if, if wilson's still there I, I think they'd probably prefer wilson but i think that wilson or london are are where they're gonna go oh yeah then on to the nba i mean we got playoffs heating up every day by day right now as of right now, we have the uh, the Heat. They finish off the Hawks. Not n- didn't didn't really expect the Hawks to uh, give them much of a fight. I just feel like they need to uh, rebuild that team around Trey Young again. I don't know. I don't know, man. Yeah, it's I think, tough. I mean, I think they 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 made a pretty good effort at it. You know, with the, the free agent signings, a couple trades, re-signing. You know, John Collins. I just like, again, it's it's tough. It's this is the tough part of the NBA. Is like if you don't have one of those top five guys it makes it really hard um really hard to, to to you know really do anything in the playoffs never mind get there and then you're you know you're walking into a loaded east uh t- uh 
Eastern Conference. It's just it's mm-hmm. gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough for them. Oh yeah, they're they're gonna have to make a big move. I think to uh, yeah. try to make that jump to the next level. I don't know if they're gonna be trading Collins and somebody else in a package deal to try to get like a a superstar or a mm-hmm. top tier guy, maybe like a Donovan Mitchell or. I'm trying to see who else is on the market. There's not really, not really many other guys in the market. Unless you try to go get Anthony Davis, maybe the Lakers would take that pick. I don't take that trade, like Collins and uh, Hunter mm-hmm. for uh, for Davis. So, but I don't know, man. There's not really much out there for them to do. They've been trying to build it through the draft. They would get some decent pieces, but they're gonna have to do something to get to that next level. Yeah, no, I agree. Then we got the, uh, I mean, you got your Celtics. Finishing off Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm hearing rumors. Uh, ben, Sim- ben Simmons is ready for Game Five, but uh, obviously <laughs> there's no Game Five. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, you know, the whole Ben Simmons thing was, was odd. I know. Maybe he's just just ready for next year. Maybe he was not going to play at all. He was just hyping people up. Looks like uh, I'm not gonna lie. I like what Kyrie said. It seems like he kind of took some responsibility throughout the season for you know, him not being there as much as he should have. Yeah, he, I mean, like you said, it, it just took too long for him to do that. Yeah, but I think, you know, maybe he did it now just because uh, sometimes people change. I don't say people change, but, you know, maybe he thought, you know, in his head uh, that I'm too good. I don't have to play the full season. But, you know, Kevin Durant, you know, he's definitely mad about it because now he's going to hear the LeBron comparisons or people talk about he's better than LeBron. But LeBron would definitely won, at least won a game. Yeah, so as good as Durant is, I I just he doesn't. He's not he, a he's he's not a team a team multiplier. Sometimes he's just no. more of a. He's a an individual. Yeah, uh, contributor. For he me, gets, he's more he's more of a he can cancel out a another top guy on the other, on the opposite end as far as scoring, but uh, he doesn't really make players uh, better around him. No, no, he doesn't. Um, and you saw him, like, I felt like in a couple of those games, maybe game three, he was trying to facilitate more, trying to trying to get guys involved. And just, I don't know, he just wasn't, it, it didn't have the same effect as when he's just, he's just scoring. Um, yeah. He, he needs, uh, you know, he needs that, that other kind of guy, I think. Um, and I'm not sure if that's Kyrie or not. Uh, yeah, I don't know if it's Kyrie, but I think they also need a big two. I think they're really, they really uh, missed the, uh, Jared Allen not being on the team. Yeah, but they also couldn't. They couldn't guard. You know, they had J- uh, Ky- Kyrie on Jalen Brown, and it was a mismatch. Like they, they don't really. I mean, Bruce Brown is. I guess he's okay, but he doesn't really provide you much on on the other end of the under other end of the, the floor. Uh, not that you probably need it with Kyrie and Durant, but I don't know. I think they're just like they're just a little. The guys that they have, their role players, are are just like just a a, a tier below where they need to be for them to be. You know, a championship contender. I think. Yeah, I think I think they're gonna have to go uh, uh, trade uh, like either Seth or uh, or your boy uh, Joe for well, like a a defensive guy, like a uh, I don't want to say like a um, uh, what's his name from uh, uh, PJ Tucker. Yeah, like a PJ Tucker type of player at like the forward spot, and then they're gonna need another another uh, uh, rebound mm. guy. Uh, defensively, I mean, they got Drummond, but he's uh, he's not uh he 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 kills them sometimes because he can't make free throws. He's like situational he's, sometimes, and a lot of teams are running these small what, ball. You saw Nick Claxton uh, did too. Yeah. So I mean, he's gonna need a lot of help. Yeah. Like I, I don't I don't feel like they need a off, another offensive player 
But, you know, maybe Ben Simmons, when Ben Simmons comes back, maybe that's that big spot for them uh, on the defensive end. And they just get another defensive end, a defensive uh, player that can uh, help them out and score or do some other things. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to keep Kyrie on, like, let's say, Jalen Brown or, you know, Tatum or something like that. Yep. And you can just keep him out on a worst player like uh, like how Philly does with James Harden. Mm-hmm. Then we got the uh, the Bucks. I mean, they're, they're pretty much going to finish them off. 3-1. 3-1. Oh, 3-1, close, my bad. are about to close it out tonight. Yeah, because uh, they need some time off so they get uh, Middleton healthy. But, I mean, Giannis is doing his thing. The others, the role players are stepping up. So, I mean, I'm not seeing much. I think they're going to be a tough team, even though nobody's really looking at them. Who's not looking at them? Well, I mean, like, talking about them, like, nobody's really saying, that, you know, Bucks. They're, they're the odds-on favorite to come out of the East. Oh, still? I thought they were, uh... No, they're still. It's, uh, they might be the odds-on favorite to win the NBA championship right now. Oh, it's Golden State. Golden State and then Milwaukee. Oh, yeah, because, uh, we'll get to Golden State in a minute, but, uh... Yeah. So the Celtics, and then, uh, are, Celtics are three behind them. Three? Mm-hmm. Uh, then we got the, uh, the 76ers in, uh, Toronto. Philly's in trouble, man. So. They, they might, they're probably gonna get by uh, Toronto, but uh, I don't, they're not getting by anybody else, especially with uh, MB with the messed up thumb. I've been telling you, man, this team just they, they just can't can't get it done in the playoffs, and they get you know Doc is is uh, having to defend himself, and it's just kind of crazy. Yeah, it, make, it makes the Ben Simmons trade look really bad, man. When you look at that team, it's like nobody else on the roster outside of uh you know Harden, Maxi, uh, mm-hmm. Tobias Harris, and uh Embiid, so. Maybe Tobias goes in off season, man. Yeah, they get they get some more pieces because uh, they're gonna need a lot of help too, man. They're they're they're, they're kind of like Atlanta. They need to uh they need to do something else to uh take it to the next level. Mm-hmm. And then uh for the second round matchups, we're gonna have the Celtics Bucks. I mean, the Heat gonna be playing uh, probably the winner of the Toronto and uh Philly Philly matchup. Yep, yep. And then uh, we're gonna have the Celtics Bucks, uh, which is gonna be a great matchup. Uh, seven. I'm I'm gonna say seven game series. Because I don't think Middleton's going to be back in time. No, I, I don't think so. I think you're right. I think this is going to be a a, a knockdown, drag him out type of a of a series. Uh, two two really uh, just tough tough teams, and and uh, I can't wait to hate on Grayson Allen for uh, for the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I mean, hopefully he doesn't uh, uh try Pretty to take anybody. out one. Of, yeah, try to <laughs> take out one of your players. Um, oh, he, he will. Don't worry. <laughs> Because I mean, it's a, it's a, this is a very similar matchup. I mean, you guys got two superstars. Well, I mean, they got probably um, they're very similar teams. I mean, you got two superstars um, on both teams, uh, well, like all stars, and you got a, 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 a great defensive player and smart on the Celtics, and you got Holiday on the other side, and then you guys got a bunch of like good role players. I mean, you got uh, Horford, and you got um, Portis. I mean, it's it's a Almost a mirror match, I want to say at times, as far as uh how the teams look against each other. But it's gonna be interesting to see if you guys can. Uh, I mean, you guys did a great job on Durant. Let's see what you guys can do on Giannis as far as uh stopping them, getting them out of his comfort zone, and then uh slowing up some of the mother players. So yep. Then we're gonna have the uh then on the West. I mean, we got the Suns. They're up three two on the Pelicans. Close game last night. I think they're gonna probably put a, put away the Pelicans unless Zion comes back or some. Because uh, they're going to need some help because uh, your boy Bridges is locking people down, mm-hmm. causing a lot of trouble for B.I. Uh, B.I. still getting his points, but I think if they have something else on the inside, it's gonna that would help him uh, cause, give give uh, the Suns a lot more trouble. Because Aiden shows up here and there, but uh, I think they're going to put him away in, in that next game uh, tomorrow night. So I agree. 
Then we got uh, Memphis and the Timberwolves. I mean, your boy Ja Ran took over last night, dunked on a bunch of people. Um, <laughs> literally, another Sports Center top 10 uh, moment. I mean, hit the game, hit one of the, uh, was the game winning, uh, I won't say game winning, but the, the three to yeah, lay up and then, uh, you know, I yeah, put him up with that three pointer. So, I mean, he pretty much single handedly helped him come back in that game. Yeah. Uh, but, I think I think they're gonna have to put them away in the next one because they do not want it to go to, to the seven games, man. You don't want to give that other team any any uh, light. No, no, it's gonna be a tough one back in Minnesota on Friday Friday night. But uh, yeah, that's gonna be uh, if they, they don't want that. I mean, I think it's gonna go seven. Memphis does not want it to get to seven. Um, yeah. But yeah, you know, this has been probably the most entertaining series. Uh, you know, with both teams kind of. Built similar similarly, um, mm-hmm. Minnesota, you know, has had had some big leads that they've they've blown uh, in a few of these games. Um, they had another big lead last night. I think they were up 15 in the fourth quarter. Uh, Pat Beverly started talking some trash, and then you know, he awoke, as always, <laughs> he, he awoke Ja, ja Morant. Um, so, uh, and like you said, Ja, ja uh, you know, carried Memphis to the win there at the end of that game. Oh yeah, and then uh, then we got the uh, the Warriors and the Nuggets. Uh, another uh, great series. I mean, the Warriors is the Warriors are getting the, they're getting into form right now, which is ridiculous. Oh yeah, uh, they got Steph coming off the bench uh, to give him some bench scoring and some more firepower. Also reserves them. I mean, he's he's not coming into like six minutes after uh, you know six <laughs> minutes left in the, in the first, yeah. uh, which is ridiculous. But I mean, they you know they're doing that to give him more room so he can finish games, which is helping him out. So you know, keeping I mean, Jordan fr- keeping him fresh too. Fresh, yep. Yeah. Jordan Poole's been paying, playing great, which is uh, a plus for them. Um, he's giving that that three uh, three headed monster on scoring between him, Clay, and uh, Steph. I mean, Clay, uh, Clay's been getting back into form as well. Uh, with those yep. damn threes, uh, shooting great. I mean, they got Draymond playing defense. I mean, the last. I mean, they would. They. I mean, the Nuggets wouldn't let them. Uh, wouldn't let them catch that back up, man. I mean, they, they kept making the Golden State kept making runs, but uh, Denver kept hitting some threes with those with those other guys. So I mean, but it's three one, man. I don't think uh, Joker's got it in them to no. win another three. No. Uh, not no, against but, that team. But I do, I do give them all the credit in the world because they could have easily just laid down on uh, on mm-hmm. Sunday and just just given up and um, you know went to the off season and they uh, they fought hard even though you know Golden State came back and took the lead they were able to, to take it down. But yeah, I think this is probably the end of the road for them. Like you said, you know, Golden State's firing on 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 all cylinders right now, uh, and and Steph's getting healthier and healthier, and everyone's just looking, you know, looking they're looking kind of like the team uh, that has been the you know all those finals. So yep, mm-hmm. and that's the thing. They're not even at full strength, which is uh, uh which is crazy. Yep. So I'm looking forward to see uh the next round matchup as well to see if uh they keep Steph all coming off the bench. Um. Mm-hmm. We'll have to wait and see. Then yep. we got uh we got Dallas and Utah. I mean Dallas is just too much for Utah right now. Especially Man with Luca last night. Yeah, especially with Luca playing, man. Um I mean he he's the head of that snake. He's making them run. Even though they they still play great without him, they're gonna be a dangerous team too to to beat. Because they, they got others that get hot at times and you're just like, What the hell? What the hell yep. is going on? Who is this guy? But I mean Utah, it was it was fun seeing you guys in the playoffs. But as always, man, <laughs> Utah, Utahs. Yeah, 
Yeah, I think they 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 probably close them out tomorrow night. Is my guess. He said I think that Luke Luca coming back, uh, playing as well as he did the last few nights. It's just too much, too much for that Utah team. Oh yeah, I wonder how this is going to affect um, Mitchell as well. Yeah. To see if uh, he tries to get up out of there. Yeah, it could. I mean, he's, he's had a bunch of first round exits. Yeah. So you either you know do you trade him or do you? I mean, what, what else? So this is a thing in the NBA. It's just so hard. Like, what kind of help can you get him that he doesn't already have? Yeah, so he's 25. You know, he's got he's got his, you know, go bear. I know Ingles got hurt. So maybe, you know, but it's just like, where do you where do you find the money and who's who are they going to get? I mean, I know they have Danny Ainge now, you know, kind of running the shop over there. So, but yeah, who, who wants to come to Utah? That's that's the real question. Exactly. But that's that. Maybe maybe that's uh, their move to move them. And then it's going to help them get some uh, better pieces. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we're probably going to see uh, the Suns playing the uh, was it the uh, D- Dallas, mm-hmm. and then we'll see Memphis play uh, the Warriors, which will be another good matchup. Like I said, I'm looking forward to uh, NBA playoffs. Been great, despite uh, you know people complaining that you know it's not the same because LeBron's out there. Oh, um, I think I think we're still getting some great basketball. There has been. It's been fun. Oh yeah, I don't know if you've seen. Uh, have you watched the? Uh, the winning time yet? I haven't watched it yet, no. I mean, all these people are giving this the show flag. I heard the show is great, but like all the players they uh portray in it, I heard they're uh, pissed off about how they're portrayed. Yeah, Jerry uh, West is trying to like sue sue them or something. Sue them, yeah, take try to get Supreme Court, which is ridiculous. But but they said they said it's not like it's part like fictional, so to say. Like it's not like a mm-hmm. uh, direct uh like depiction of like all the events that happened. I'm, I'm sure they like Hollywood, Hollywooded uh, the story sure. to make it make it more watchable and make it not as boring. But I mean, I think the, I think it's a great thing for people to watch because uh, I, I feel especially if you're a younger person. I mean, you don't probably don't remember the who the hell the Showtime Lakers were. Yeah. The, the last time you probably remember the Lakers were Kobe, and people didn't realize why he was so great. Mm-hmm. But before him, I mean, it was the Showtime Lakers were Magic, and I, I don't think people uh, ever got a chance to see that, but. Maybe no, this helps. Maybe maybe this helps. Uh, you know, beef beef up the uh, Aurora or some of those players. But I'm definitely looking forward to uh, binge watching it straight through. So yeah. I mean, let's get right to it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> We got another edition of JD's Bites and Brew. What you got for us? All right. So for today, we're going to go with a, today a, a steak with a, a an interesting sauce on it this time. It's, uh, so we got a couple Delmonico steaks. Um, for those not uh, as in tune with those, I got a little more fat content in them, so they're a little juicier. Um so did uh, just salt and pepper on them, and then actually had this uh, like bourbon brown sugar rub on it. Um, okay. So threw that on, give it a little nice like caramelization. Uh, threw that on the grill while that was going. Um, did some green beans and a and a salad. Uh, so roasted the green beans in the oven, just a little olive oil, salt, pepper. Throw them in for like 25 minutes, um, and then the salad was just a rouleau salad with uh, some walnuts and a honey mustard dressing. Okay. And then the sauce was a, it was like an apple butter type sauce. So it was like a chopped up apple, um, some scallions, uh, thrown in a little bit of butter. Um, so get that all fried up and toss in some uh, chicken stock. 
Okay. And uh, chicken stock and what else? I think that was it, really. Yeah, just chicken stock. Oh, and a little bit of sugar, just to, again, kind of caramelize those apples down. Um, and, yeah, just, just cook the steaks. Uh, I usually cook them, you know, medium rare-ish. Um, and then let them rest for a little bit, slice them up, throw them on the plate with the green beans and the salad, and then and then top it off with that that sauce. Oh, nice! That sounds good, man. Yeah. What? Yeah. What's fairly, your, what, fairly, what? fairly healthy. Not not over. You know, outside of the butter sauce is pretty healthy. Hmm. What would you say is one of the? Uh, I don't say weirdest things or uh, most oddest things you'd like in a salad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, I need anything on a salad, really. Um, oddest thing. I don't know. I, I just feel like you can put anything, almost anything with lettuce. I used to think, like, uh, um, strawberries were weird on it. But, you know, if you have a little bit of goat cheese, um, it's a little kind of tangy with the, uh, like, a strawberries and, and, you know, some walnuts or something like that. It actually goes really well. So I don't know. I don't know what the weirdest top salad topping to, you know, I don't know. What, 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 what do you got in your mind there? Uh, I don't know, man. I think, uh, I don't know, maybe um, the cranberries um, I, yeah. I, or uh, I like the shaved um, or uh, trying to think. I don't, I don't yeah, really I, get too I don't really get too kinky with uh my salads as far as like <laughs> as far as uh like random stuff being put in there but um, what's your go what's your go to topping for a salad definitely blue yeah. cheese but yeah um I'm a, I'm a I'm a blue cheeseologist so yeah um but as what far as like a, other like yeah another topping not a dressing like a topping oh I'm 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 definitely doing in some kind of nuts yeah um croutons tomatoes mm-hmm. I like the uh, grilled onions. Like not too grilled, just throw them on the pan real quick. Get a little uh, sear. I won't say yeah. sear, but a little, little. Uh, yeah, caramelize nice little, them a little bit. So yeah, just a little yeah. bit. Then I'll season them with some pepper. Throw them in there. Then you get your uh, your egg, your boiled egg. Either uh, you're a big you're a big cob salad fan. Uh, sometimes like if <laughs> chicken, I chicken blue cheese. I mean, it's got it's got all your fixings in there. Yeah, but sometimes I, I might not use chicken though. See, I might throw in uh, uh I might throw throw in a barbecue steak or gotcha. um. Trying to think about. I like that steak cob. Throw a little blue cheese, avocado, and the steak. Uh, sometimes I, I, I try to stay away from the avocado. Um, oh, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes hit or miss for me in a salad. Okay. Yeah, but, I, can, uh, I, I can see that. Depends what, depends what else you have in there. Yeah, sometimes I try. I try to stay with a, a certain group of things, but I don't try mm-hmm. to overload it with uh, uh, stuff in the salad. But gotcha. Uh, those are, those are not my normal go tos. Yeah, bu- buffalo chicken's mine. That's my. Go, I'll put that on. Just you know, I just really like it on salad. You know, it makes a uh, you know little buffalo chicken. Throw some blue cheese on top. I'm 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 good to go. Oh yeah, I mean, just can't go wrong with blue cheese on a salad, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the truth. But I'm not gonna lie, sometimes I don't like when they. Um, I, I try to, I try to like if a salad has blue cheese crumbles in it, and I'm still gonna put blue cheese on it. Yeah. I try not to get the blue cheese crumbles. I feel like that's too much sometimes. Yeah, I uh, I'm with you. I, I actually had a salad today that had some blue cheese crumbles in it. It was just you know, it's a little it's a little over too much for me. Yeah, too much. Yeah, too much. You got to get the chunks in in the in the dressing. 
which are good, you know. But I, I think they're good sparingly. I don't like to have too many, uh, too many blue cheese crumbles in there. Oh yeah. And then, uh, what you guys uh, drink that down with? All right. So this, uh, this is a, a beer out of just north of Portland, Maine, uh, called Lone Pine. Uh, they recently started distributing again. I like a lot of these. I think the, a lot of these breweries now that things are saturated, I would say that um, they're really trying to get their beer out there. So this is a uh, pastry stout called Chaco Tuesday. So everyone mm-hmm. loves, uh, you know, Chaco tacos and Taco Tuesday. This was their uh, their take on a, on a pastry stout. So it's um, a chocolate vanilla, uh, waffle cones, a little bit of peanut flavor. Uh, and, you know, typically, you know, I've had some some stouts from these guys. I've had some other beers that are that are that are decent. Uh, I've had some stouts from them that just weren't very good at all. Um, mm-hmm. But this one, uh, I was uh, pleasantly surprised. It was it was pretty solid. Um it wasn't, I think it was yeah, 8%, so not like too high ABV, um, but there, I feel like the in the past, their issue has been just like holding that flavor profile where it kind of just, it, it's, it, their stouts almost come out as like a little bit thin. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one, you know, wasn't like thick, but I felt like the flavor profile was, was there um, and, and it held really well. So you could really get that waffle cone flavor, chocolate uh uh, flavor in there um so yeah i i thought it was it was uh i was again pleasantly surprised i thought it was really good i'd probably throw it at like a let's go 7.8 that's really good yeah that's better than uh the previous one so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah this one was good I, again like i wasn't like overly thrilled when i saw it um but i was like you know i'll give it a, give it a try and uh and it turned out to be pretty good I think that's like half, half the battle sometimes with these is like you know just getting over you know whether you've had a bad experience at a brewery or with a with a beer from a from a brewery um, mm-hmm. or just like looking at it and being like oh, I don't know about this and then you know sometimes people will quickly go on to like you know Untapped or one of those beer rating sites and you know if they don't like it they're like yeah but you know this one doesn't isn't like it's not terrible rating mm-hmm. but it's not like high either. But I thought it was again. I thought they did a pretty good job with this one. I thought it came out well. That's awesome, man. Because now, now you can add this one to the list or yep. use it use it as a come around as far as like uh, add it to your inventory. Exactly. And uh, that's JD's bite to brew, everybody. And then uh, not too much for uh, BRRs this week. Watch the uh, the No Exit movie. It's about a girl that uh, ends up at this like uh, shack during a snowstorm. And then she discovers a, a girl kidnapped in a car, kind of like a, a clue type of clue movie or like who kidnapped the person. I want to tell you who did it. It's OK. Probably a movie I probably never watch again. So I'm not just put <laughs> on just to check out just because the title and stuff. But uh, um, just OK. Probably give it like a, a six out of ten just because it gets just because of what happens. It kind of gets ridiculous. It's just like, OK, but I mean. If you could probably put it on if you're looking for something to watch, but I mean, it's not something I would recommend. Uh, then outside of that, I mean, we had the flight attendant season two came back. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's only two episodes, two episodes out for the second season. I'm not gonna lie, the show is kind of ridiculous, but well, I'm still <laughs> still working my way through season one. I just, I, I, you know, I don't know how they get to a season two. Yeah, when it when it when it kicks off, it's like, oh, okay, you know. I feel it's like kind of normal. It's, it's already like in ridiculous range. And I think I'm at like the, the third or fourth episode. 
yeah, season one. Yeah, it starts off normal, then it gets ridiculous again. Yeah. But I mean, it gives you something to watch. Quick episodes, about a half an mm-hmm. hour each. That's what I said. Just, it's just one of those shows. Like, it's not really. Uh, it's not necessarily bad, but it's no. It, it does. It, it's doing what it's supposed to do, and it's like genre it's not like trying to be like any other show but as i said it's it's just no, one of those even with the ridiculousness it's not like a bad show it's just it's just like like this would like you get to a point where like this would never happen never, yeah this would never happen in real life never there's no way <laughs> <laughs> but you just watch it just just to see how far yeah. it can go and then like where the hell it's going and it's as funny at times too with certain certain uh, characters. But like I said, the great thing about it is a half an hour show, so it's not yeah. like it's not like the episodes are dragging out. I mean, they're still pre- they're pretty much getting right to it. So yeah. Then we got um we got Halo. I mean, the last episode they uh, had some action. There's a new episode out this week. Looking forward to seeing where they go now since we got some more action. I uh, just hope we get more action with more episodes. I hope they don't have to wait more episodes to get more action. Uh, but pretty much a dep- the you know uh, um, a depiction of the game, um, you know. But they're getting more into detail with characters, stuff like that. Uh, it's not a bad show. Definitely something you can check out if you're looking for something to watch. As well as uh, Moon Knight, uh, they got like two episodes left. I know episode five, I think, is out this week or today. Um, so I'm looking forward to watching that, seeing the season finale next week, seeing where the show goes. I'm just sad it's only six episodes, man. Um, yeah, but. I mean, Disney know, knows what they're doing. They're trying to get out uh, all these shows um, on uh, Disney Plus to build up their, uh, you know, their brand for Disney Pluses, so to say. Because as Mar- Marvel's about to get crazy, because uh, after uh, Doctor Strange comes out next Friday, so then we had uh, outside of that. I mean, we had uh, checked out the other show, We Own the City. We Own the City, or We Own the City. Mm. Uh, new show on HBO Max. I mean, I know I mentioned. Uh, one of our favorite shows, The Wire. This is The Wire 2.0. Takes place in Baltimore. Follows like some of the stuff going on in uh, Baltimore in um, uh, 2017. In reference to like the uh, corruption with the police force. But this is a short se- short series too. I don't think they're gonna do. Uh, I don't know if it's limited or just a short season. Um, this was like straight to HBO Max. Uh, but they're putting out one episode a week. It gives you the wire feel from the jump. Uh, some of the characters from the wire in the show, uh, but they play different roles, obviously. Um, but you mm-hmm. know, focus focuses on the police corruption in Baltimore at that time. It feels that's what it feels exactly like if they took the wire. Like after you finish watching the wire, if you watch this, it seems like it goes together, which is pretty crazy. Yeah, and because uh, and this is based off true events too. After that happened around the time, so yeah, I do want to. I, I I gotta get I gotta get on that one. That one sounds good. Yeah, man, I'm uh, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Um, but I wish that I just wish they gave him more episodes. I hate waiting, having to wait a week to to, to watch it, watch a show now. We've been we've been spoiled, Rich. Oh yeah, definitely, man. But would you rather do that? Or would you rather wait like Ozark and wait three months until they release the next, you know, six episodes? I think I'm almost like on the, on the Ozark side, like release all those up front, or you know, release half the season and then wait a couple months and then release the other half. Yeah, but I think I don't know. I feel like uh, I feel like if you do it, like I feel like all these networks need to time out their shows. Like, oh yeah. Um. So like after you, so you can get some, like you get something to like binge watch, and then like you can jump to this network and binge watch something, and then you go back to this network when they got something else and binge watch something. But 
you know that's not that's not how they do it they're all trying to fight for the the same uh our uh our uh, sub- subscription dollars but uh yep it's gonna be interesting to see who comes out with the uh best shows and then uh i don't know if you saw the c they they launched the uh cnn um um <laughs> oh plus. yeah the, the one that cost them like 250 million dollars yeah um shut down after three weeks I mean, it looks like they tried to get in the game, but uh, didn't have enough no subscribers, man. So yeah, what a nightmare. Yeah, I wonder if uh, if they'll sell it, like they'll sell their uh, like catalog to another network to run it on theirs as well. Like combine, like you know, Discovery has like multiple channels on theirs, which they probably already own, but or kind of how Netflix uh, will uh, license out some uh, some stuff from certain networks. So yep, then uh, that's pretty much for the BRRs, man. Nice. So all right, ladies and gentlemen. Until next time. Till next time, Rich. I want to thank y'all for rocking out here on the Sports Sidebar Podcast. Give y'all something to ride out on.